Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Tuesday, September 12, 2023. In a recent podcast episode, Science quickly explores the fascinating world of animal communication and the role artificial intelligence, AI, plays in understanding it. Researchers are using advanced sensors and AI to decode animal language, potentially bridging the gap between humans and other species. The field of digital bioacoustics is at the forefront of this research, employing portable field recorders to capture animal sounds and generate vast amounts of data. By applying natural language processing algorithms similar to those used in Google Translate, scientists can identify patterns in these recordings and begin to decipher what animals are communicating to each other. This approach moves away from previous attempts to teach animals human language and instead focuses on understanding their unique forms of communication. Examples like the study on Egyptian fruit bats highlight the potential of this technology, as researchers analyzed thousands of bat sounds to correlate specific sounds with certain behaviors or messages. The integration of AI and animal communication research opens up new possibilities for unraveling the mysteries of the animal kingdom and deepening our connection with other species. Moving on to another AI update, Dell and University of Limerick, UL, in Ireland collaborate to enhance cancer research using AI. The partnership aims to improve cancer care for B-cell lymphoma patients by leveraging an AI platform developed by Dell. This platform, integrated into UL's Digital Cancer Research Center, creates digital twins of patients, enabling faster diagnosis, better treatment, and improved long-term outcomes. By utilizing biomarker testing, the researchers can gain insights into suitable treatments and develop personalized therapies based on individual tumor characteristics. Additionally, the technology allows for a deeper understanding of how malignancies develop, leading to the exploration of novel therapeutic approaches. For example, the role of collagen within the tumor's microenvironment in spreading cancerous cells to the body and central nervous system can be examined. The collaboration between Dell and UL is seen as a significant advancement in cancer clinical research, with the potential to benefit patients and healthcare professionals worldwide. And now with another AI story, ML Commons has expanded its MLPerf AI benchmarks by introducing tests for large language models, LLMs in inference and a new benchmark for measuring storage system performance in machine learning workloads. The MLPerf inference 3.1 benchmarks, the second major update this year, include over 13,500 performance results submitted by various vendors. Many submitters demonstrated a performance improvement of 20% or more compared to the previous benchmark. The addition of LLM benchmarks reflects the growing prominence of generative AI models. Unlike training benchmarks, which focus on large foundation models, the inference benchmark represents a wider range of use cases that organizations can deploy, such as text summarization. Intel Silicon, including Abana Gothi Accelerators, 4th General Intel Xeon Scalable Processors, and Intel Xeon CPU Max Series Processors, performed well in the MLPerf Inference 3.1, particularly in the GPT-J News Summarization task. Intel emphasized the diversity of requirements for inference, highlighting the need for organizations to deploy AI in production effectively. 
As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also, in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. In other news related to AI, as Senate tackles AI regulation, everyone has an opinion, except ChatGPT, the AI beat. Summary The upcoming AI Insight Forum organized by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has sparked a flurry of opinions on AI regulation. While ChatGPT, an AI language model, remains unaware of the event, experts and lawmakers have voiced their thoughts. Mustafa Suleiman, CEO of Inflection AI, suggests establishing cabinet-level positions for emerging technologies like AI and leveraging the U.S.'s advanced chips to enforce global standards. A survey reveals that AI experts from top universities prefer a federal department of AI or a global regulator to govern AI rather than relying solely on Congress or the private sector. Representative Ted Lieu proposes a blue ribbon commission to study AI and guide future regulations. Alex Engler from the Brookings Institution emphasizes the need for a new regulatory tool called the Critical Algorithmic System Classification, focusing on systemic risks such as discrimination and data privacy. Despite various viewpoints, there is a consensus on the importance of addressing the potential harms and risks associated with AI, particularly in critical socioeconomic decision-making. As the conversation around AI regulation evolves, stakeholders aim to ensure a positive future for AI while maintaining accountability and transparency. In other AI news, introducing Unistellar's AI Telescope, a breakthrough for urban stargazers. This innovative device allows users to observe galaxies, star clusters, and nebulae from the comfort of their own city, overcoming light pollution challenges. By connecting a smartphone to the telescope, individuals can control its movements and view images directly on their phone screens. Priced at $2,500, the Equinox 2 telescope boasts advanced technology, including a star database with 37 million stars and the ability to detect over 5,000 celestial objects. Unicellar combines three key technologies in this product, Smart Light Pollution Reduction, which uses machine learning to eliminate unwanted background light, Enhanced Vision, which enhances image quality and sharpness, and Autonomous Field Detection, which identifies visible objects and user location. With a 6.2 megapixel resolution and wide field of view, the telescope provides a powerful viewing experience. This development demonstrates how artificial intelligence is revolutionizing everyday products, expanding opportunities for amateur astronomers to explore the wonders of the night sky without leaving the city. Taking a look at more AI updates, Numenta, California-based company founded by Jeff Hawkins and Donna Dubinsky, has unveiled its new AI commercial solution called the Numenta Platform for Intelligent Computing, NuPIC. After 17 years of brain research, Numenta aims to make AI processing up to 100 times more efficient. NuPIC leverages Numenta's architecture, data structures, and algorithms to deploy large language models, LLMs, on CPUs, offering substantial cost savings and enhanced privacy, security, and control features. Unlike most LLMs that rely on GPUs, Numenta has partnered with Intel to utilize the flexible programming model of CPUs, potentially reducing costs. 
In an interesting crossover with gaming, Numenta has teamed up with Gallium Studios, a game startup co-founded by Will Wright and Lauren Elliott. Gallium Studios chose Numenta as its AI partner due to the challenges of incorporating AI into their game, while prioritizing user trust and privacy. With new PIC, Gallium Studios can develop simulated AI players that continuously learn, adapt, and behave intelligently. New PIC represents a significant milestone in the AI landscape, delivering disruptive performance while remaining accessible to developers and software engineers without deep learning expertise. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, Meta is said to be developing an advanced AI language model to rival OpenAI's GPT-4. The new model aims to provide text and analysis tailored for businesses, as Meta seeks to compete with the growing number of AI models available. The company plans to utilize H100S, powerful NVIDIA chips used in training AI software, to build this new model. Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, previously collaborated with Microsoft to create Llama 2, an AI language model built on Azure. The development of this new model follows the introduction of Llama 2, which was designed for research and commercial use. While Meta's AI tool is set to be released next year and will reportedly be open source, it will face competition from other major products like ChatGPT and Google's Bard. Concerns about the reliability of AI tools persist, with recent research showing a decline in accuracy. Despite this, Zuckerberg remains optimistic about Meta's future AI products, emphasizing their investments in AI infrastructure and their positive impact on ranking, recommendation systems, engagement, and monetization. Continuing with the topic of AI, advocates are urging Senator Chuck Schumer to address the climate impact of artificial intelligence, AI. A coalition of environmental, tech, and anti-hate speech groups has sent a letter to Schumer demanding policy measures to tackle the growing influence of AI on climate change. The letter emphasizes the need for companies to disclose the environmental impact of energy-intensive AI models and calls for legislation to prevent the spread of climate change disinformation through AI. Concerns raised by the coalition include the energy consumption of large language models, LLMs, like ChatGPT, which contribute to carbon dioxide emissions. The coalition argues that companies should publicly report the energy consumption greenhouse gas emissions associate with the entire life cycle of their AI models. There is also apprehension about the potential for AI tools to amplify disinformation campaigns. The letter suggests holding companies and executives liable for harms caused by generative AI while safeguarding free expression and human rights. Schumer has expressed his support for regulating AI and plans to convene AI insight forums with industry leaders. The article highlights the broader scrutiny faced by industries like Bitcoin mining and the proposed requirement for companies to report their climate impact. Expanding on our coverage of AI, the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, is focusing its attention on generative artificial intelligence, AI, recognizing the potential for disruption or consolidation in markets. Generative AI, which uses large models trained on diverse datasets to create new content, is transforming how businesses engage with customers, competitors, and partners. The FTC has outlined practices that could trigger government intervention, particularly in cases where incumbents control critical inputs or distribution channels, potentially hindering competition and entry into the market. Exclusive dealing arrangements that prevent rivals from achieving efficient scale are also under scrutiny. Startups in the generative AI space should familiarize themselves with antitrust theories of harm and the risks associated with exclusive deals involving compute resources like graphical processing units. 
Companies engaging in exclusive arrangements should document any pro-competitive benefits and explain how exclusivity leads to improved products or services. It's important to note that agreements with companies holding a market share exceeding 30% carry higher risk. As the FTC advocates for aggressive antitrust enforcement, understanding these parameters and limits becomes crucial for businesses involved in generative AI. Continuing on the topic of AI, Stanford University researchers have conducted a study exploring the potential of using large language models, LLMs, such as OpenAI's GPT-3, 3.5, and 4, to simulate human behavior in an interactive and realistic manner. The study focuses on generative agents that can remember interactions, reflect on received information, and plan short- and long-term goals based on an expanding memory stream. These AI agents can simulate various aspects of human life, from mundane tasks to complex decision-making processes. When combined, these agents can replicate intricate social behaviors that emerge from interactions within a population. The researchers created a virtual environment called Smallville, where 25 generative agents powered by LLMs interact with objects and communicate through natural language dialogue. Each agent possesses a memory stream, which plays a crucial role in their behavior. To address the challenge of memory retrieval, a function was designed to weigh the relevance of each memory based on its embedding and recency. This research opens up possibilities for simulating population dynamics and gaining insights into societal behaviors and interactions. Moving on to the next AI-related topic, AI-powered UPDF outperforms iPadOS 17 and macOS Sonoma's new PDF features, providing a comprehensive solution for PDF editing. While Apple's updates offer basic form filling and annotation capabilities, UPDF offers advanced functionality such as creating new documents, editing text and images, and converting PDFs to editable formats like Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. With optical character recognition, UPDF can convert images of documents into editable text boxes while preserving formatting. The software also facilitates easy sharing through timed links and bulk editing permissions. UPDF's versatility extends across multiple platforms, including Mac OS, Windows, iOS, Android, and iPad, with document synchronization through the cloud. Its AI add-on enhances usability by offering features like document scanning, abstract generation, question-based responses, language translation, and in-depth chart summarization. UPDF provides a user-friendly interface similar to popular document editors, allowing seamless control over text, images, links, and formatting. It also includes powerful tools for form creation and filling. Whether users are creating or sharing their work, UPDF proves to be a valuable tool for improving productivity and PDF editing tasks, surpassing the capabilities of Apple's native PDF features. Moving on to Apple updates, in September, Apple will host a significant event called Wonderlust to unveil the highly anticipated iPhone 15 and other new products. The event will be broadcasted live from Apple Park in Cupertino, California, and can be watched through Apple's website and YouTube channel. The major change in this year's iPhone lineup is the inclusion of USB-C, replacing Apple's lightning connector. This move aligns with the European Union's regulations, which Apple confirmed it would comply with last year. While reports suggest that all iPhone 15 models will adopt USB-C, renowned analyst Ming-Chi Kuo states that only the Pro and Pro Max versions will support higher data transfer rates, likely using USB 3.2 or Thunderbolt 3. However, all iPhone 15 models are expected to benefit from faster 35 watts charging rates due to the switch. Apple enthusiasts and tech enthusiasts alike are eagerly awaiting the event to witness the unveiling of these new devices and their features.
Also in Apple News, Apple's Lightning Connector, known for its small size and user-friendly design, may soon be replaced by USB-C on iPhones. The Lightning Connector was introduced in 2012 as a compact alternative to the larger and more fragile 30-pin dock connector. It offered durability and ease of use with its reversible design. However, a new law in the European Union requires all phones sold in member countries to adopt USB-C for charging, prompting Apple to comply. This transition aligns with Apple's previous support for USB-C, as seen in their adoption of the standard in the 12-inch MacBook. USB-C offers versatility and reversibility, making it highly favored among users. Although the requirement goes into effect next year, rumors suggest that Apple might make the change sooner. This shift marks the evolution from the Lightning Connector, which served as a significant port innovation, to USB-C, potentially becoming the last major port standard for Apple devices. Moving on to the next Apple-related topic, Qualcomm has reached a new agreement with Apple to supply 5G modems for the iPhone maker's smartphones. This deal suggests that Apple is still facing challenges in developing the technology in-house. Since 2018, Apple has been working on creating its own modems for iPhones as part of its efforts to reduce reliance on external suppliers. The extended deal between Qualcomm and Apple covers smartphone launches in 2024, 2025, and 2026, and the terms are said to be similar to their original agreement in 2019. Apple is Qualcomm's largest customer, accounting for about a quarter of its revenue. Although Apple has been investing in its in-house chip project called Apple Silicon, which has been successful in iPhone processors and Macs, the new Qualcomm deal leaves room for Apple to incorporate its own chips into smartphones if they are ready in the next three years. Qualcomm's shares rose following the announcement of the deal. In May of this year, Apple also struck a multi-year deal with Broadcom involving other 5G components. Continuing on the topic of Apple unearthed iMac G3 prototype with touchscreen capabilities and a unique sticker indicating it as an engineering prototype has been discovered. The iMac G3, released 25 years ago, was a groundbreaking device with its colorful design and innovative features. Elo, an Apple-approved value-added reseller, converted some iMacs into touchscreen kiosks using their technology. ELO's solution involved fitting transducers onto the CRT display to detect touch pressure and transmit acoustic waves. A controller board processed this information and connected to the computer via USB. The video showcasing this prototype highlights the limitations of using stock Mac OS 8.6 with a touch panel. If this iMac had been released, it likely would have featured custom software with larger touch-friendly controls. The discovery raises questions about Apple's previous partnerships with external companies and the evolution of their value-added reseller program. While the VAR program still exists, the extent of value-added reselling involving modifications to Apple products is no longer seen. Moving on to clean energy innovations news, BASF and Nanotech Energy have joined forces to bring recycled materials into the production of lithium-ion batteries, potentially revolutionizing the industry in North America. By collaborating the battery materials producer and the graphene-based energy products manufacturer aim to meet the increasing demand for sustainable energy solutions. This partnership marks a significant step towards reducing reliance on newly mined resources and promoting environmental responsibility. The introduction of recycled metals in lithium-ion batteries could pave the way for a more circular economy, where valuable materials are reused instead of discarded. With this development, production of eco-friendly batteries becomes more accessible, providing customers in North America with greener energy options. As the demand for batteries continues to rise, incorporating recycled materials not only addresses resource scarcity concerns, 
but also contributes to minimizing the environmental impact of battery manufacturing. BASF and Nanotech Energy's collaboration brings us closer to a future where sustainable energy storage solutions become the norm. And now moving on to climate progress news, Nordic Ninja, the largest Japanese venture capital firm in Europe, has secured a new fund worth 200 million euros to support early-stage startups focusing on climate and deep tech. The fund aims to promote the intersection between sustainability and digitalization. Nordic Ninja, headquartered in Helsinki, was established in 2019 by a team of founders, engineers, and operators turned investors from Northern Europe and Japan. While initially focused on the Nordics and the Baltics, the firm is now expanding its reach to the UK, Ireland, and BNE Lux countries. Startups receiving funding will also gain access to a network of over 120 prominent Japanese corporations. Nordic Ninja's first 110 million euro fund supported 20 companies, three of which achieved unicorn status. These investments range from self-driving electric trucks and climate action toolkits for cities to AI identity verification mixed reality headsets for astronauts. The second fund will continue targeting climate and deep tech startups whose founders are driving sustainability and digital transformation. Key investors in Nordic Ninja include the Japan Bank of International Cooperation, JBIC, Honda Omron, as well as European investors such as Baltcap and Swedbank Pension Funds. The firm aims to bridge the shared interests and goals of Japan and Europe in building innovative companies and taking care of the planet. Now transitioning to innovative construction news, Mighty Buildings, a startup specializing in 3D-printed prefab homes, has secured $52 million in funding to support its expansion plans in North America and the Middle East. The funding round was co-led by Wade Ventures and Bolt Capital, with participation from Kossel Ventures. This latest investment brings the total raised by Mighty Buildings to $150 million. The company aims to use the funds to launch its next-generation modular home-building kit and expand into markets such as Saudi Arabia. The COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated the housing shortage, leading to increased demand for newly built homes. Mighty Building's 3D-printed homes offer an affordable and efficient alternative to traditional construction methods. By leveraging 3D printing technology, the company can automate the construction process and address the shortage of skilled workers in the industry. The startup's proprietary printed material, made of 60% recycled glass, is not only stronger than concrete but also lighter and more environmentally friendly. With its factory-based advanced manufacturing techniques, Mighty Buildings can deliver high-quality homes with unique designs and customization options while minimizing waste. Continuing on the topic of innovative construction, Global Foundries has opened a $4 billion expansion fabrication plant in Singapore to meet the growing demand for semiconductor chips. The company's CEO, Thomas Caulfield, expressed confidence in the industry's future growth, citing new applications and the impact of AI on society as catalysts for increased chip demand. Global Foundries is the world's third-largest foundry and manufactures semiconductors for companies like Qualcomm and NXP Semiconductors. The new facility will create around 1,000 high-value jobs and increase the company's manufacturing capacity by producing an additional 450,000 wafers annually. Singapore currently supplies 11% of the world's semiconductors. Global Foundry's expansion aims to meet global chip demand and highlights the importance of semiconductor manufacturing for economic and supply chain security. The company plans to implement AI tools to improve productivity, including wafer pattern recognition for defect detection. This development comes as smartphone and PC makers face challenges due to chip shortages, potentially indicating a need for correction in the market. 
Moving on to innovative transportation updates, Boeing has been selected by the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, to develop and test a prototype of the Glide Breaker hypersonic interceptor. This new weapon aims to counter the threat posed by hypersonic glide vehicles, which are highly maneuverable and difficult to defend against due to their speed and agility. The four-year agreement between Boeing and DRPA will involve wind tunnel testing, simulations, and flight testing of the prototype. Boeing will also evaluate the aerodynamic performance of the interceptor's jet thrusters during testing. Given the rapidly evolving nature of hypersonic threats, simulations will be used to model the interactions between the interceptor and the air at extreme speeds and altitudes. The contract is valued at $70,554,525. While details about the final design and capabilities of the Glidebreaker are limited, Boeing states that this development agreement will lay the groundwork for future operational interceptors capable of countering hypersonic glide vehicles. This initiative highlights the importance of advancing counter-hypersonic capabilities to protect national security from emerging threats. On to the next piece of innovative transportation news. The increasing popularity of electric vehicles, EVs, has highlighted the need for a robust charging infrastructure. To address this issue, electric road projects are emerging as a potential solution worldwide. These projects aim to supplement static charging by allowing EVs to wirelessly charge while driving. Electrion, an Israel-based wireless EV charging provider, has implemented pilot projects in several countries and is also involved in the first electric road project in Detroit, scheduled for construction within a year. Electric roads could be particularly beneficial for public transportation and fleet vehicles that follow repetitive routes, such as buses. By integrating wireless charging at bus stops, EVs can receive enough charge to last throughout the day. This technology is seen as financially viable and essential for rural areas lacking sufficient charging infrastructure. While not all roads will be electrified, the approach shows promise in addressing the charging problem associated with EV adoption, making it an attractive option for various vehicle types and use cases. Now on to our next innovative transportation update. Germany's IA and Mobility Auto Show has showcased the best electric vehicles, EVs, of 2023 with a focus on China's emerging EV manufacturers. BYD, a major Chinese manufacturer, is challenging Tesla with its upcoming model called the BYD Seal. The vehicle features innovative cell-to-body, CTB, technology, where the battery cells become an integral part of the chassis, reducing weight and allowing for a lower car profile. This design approach improves aerodynamics and enables the use of a smaller battery while still offering an impressive range of 323 miles from an 82.5 kilowatts battery. The BYD seal is said to be priced around $50,000, positioning it as a direct competitor to the Tesla Model S at a significantly lower cost. Although the trade war with China may delay its arrival in the American market, the technology showcased in the BYD seal is expected to influence future EV designs. Additionally, the Mini Cooper SE two-door electric was another notable EV unveiled at the IAA Mobility Auto Show. Continuing with the latest in innovative transportation news, in a recent experience, a parent and their teenage son took a self-driving car ride with Waymo in San Francisco. The article highlights the increasing presence of autonomous vehicles in the city and the growing confidence in their capabilities. The ride was described as comfortably uneventful with the car maneuvering confidently through intersections and narrow streets. The interior of the vehicle had a futuristic feel, complete with ambient lighting and soft music. Although the passengers attempted to connect their devices to the car's console, the short duration of the ride limited their ability to do so. 
the trip ended close to their destination, but not directly at their doorstep. Overall, the ride was deemed smooth and comparable in cost to traditional ride-sharing services. The experience left the author impressed, transforming their skepticism into belief that self-driving cars could become a common mode of transportation for short urban trips, provided scalability and cost-effectiveness are achieved. The article concludes by emphasizing the readiness required from consumers, investors, and regulators as this advanced technology becomes more prevalent. Continuing our innovative transportation coverage, the Genesis Electrified GV70 is a luxurious electric SUV that offers great comfort and pleasure without being absolutely necessary. Despite some criticism from electric vehicle purists, the GV70's use of a powertrain agnostic platform instead of a bespoke EV architecture should not be dismissed. The GV70 boasts impressive features and performance, rivaling its hybrid or gas-burning counterparts. Starting at $66,450, the electrified GV70 is more expensive than its turbo and V6 variants, but delivers a powerful 429 horsepower, 320 kilowatts, with its pair of 214 horsepower, 160 kilowatts, electric motors and a 74 kilowatt hours battery pack. Charging time is comparable to the GV60, taking 18 minutes to reach 80% state of charge on a 350 kilowatts charger. The compact size of the GV70 makes it easy to drive, with good visibility and maneuverability. Its design reminiscent of a baby Bentley station wagon may be subjective, but the hiring of former Bentley designer Luke Donkerwolf has proven to be a smart decision for Genesis. Overall, the Genesis electrified GV70 offers a luxurious and enjoyable driving experience for those seeking an electric SUV. And now moving on to physics news, astronomers have made progress in understanding the phenomenon of supernovas by studying debris from a star's explosive demise. The galaxy IC 1776, located 150 million light-years away in the Pisces constellation, was observed eight years ago when a supernova occurred. Researchers recently returned to study the remnants using the Hubble Space Telescope. The new image captured by Hubble shows the faded supernova, leaving behind a solitary galaxy, to gather more information about the explosion, astronomers use the Copernico 1.82-meter telescope, situated on Mount Icar in Italy. From an altitude of 4,500 feet, the telescope collected data in the form of a classification spectrum, which helped identify the elements present in the explosion. By analyzing the emission lines from different elements, scientists can gain insights into the nature of the exploding star. This research contributes to a better understanding of why stars go supernova and what happens in their vicinity during these catastrophic events. In more news related to robotics, introducing the Roomba Combo J9 Plus, iRobot's latest addition to its top-of-the-line robotic vacuum lineup. Priced at $1,399, this advanced vacuum comes with a unique mop pad mounted on a swing arm setup. In mop mode the pad swings under the robot, while in vacuum mode it swings to the top like a racing spoiler. The major upgrade is the inclusion of a new dock that refills the robot's water tank and features a smart scrub function for improved mopping. The dock itself has grown significantly in size, resembling a small end table. iRobot suggests using it as a decorative surface, complete with ribbing and a faux wood top. Inside the dock, there are storage bins for mop pads and vacuum bags, a white tank for cleaning liquid, and a drawer for dust disposal. While the dock can handle dirt emptying and water refilling, it does not clean the mop pad, leaving some maintenance tasks to the user. Notably, the robot needs to approach the dock from different directions depending on whether it requires dust disposal 
or water refill. Although the ports on the dock and robot do not align perfectly, the Roomba Combo J9 Plus offers convenient cleaning with up to 60 days of dirt emptying and 30 days of liquid refill capabilities. Taking a look at more robotics updates, introducing the Ascento Guard, an autonomous patrol robot developed by a Swiss startup to address the global shortage of security guards, equipped with advanced features such as thermal and infrared cameras, speakers, a microphone, and GPS tracking, this two-wheeled sentinel offers all-terrain mobility and can recover from falls in any position, reaching top speeds of 5 km per hour. The Ascento Guard is designed for large outdoor premises and can detect trespassers, monitor parking lots, record property lights, identify floods and fires and check the status of doors and windows. When an incident is detected, an alarm is sent to an operator who then dispatches a human security guard to take appropriate action. Ascento's founding team, comprising former security guards and robotics experts from ETH Zurich, has developed this innovative solution to eliminate the need for multiple fixed cameras or human guards patrolling in harsh weather conditions and at night. By deploying the Ascento Guard, assets can be effectively secured without compromising safety or efficiency. Shifting to Rockets updates, Telesat, a Canadian company known for its large communications satellites in geostationary orbit, has chosen SpaceX to launch 14 Falcon 9 rockets starting in 2026. These launches will deploy satellites for Telesat's Lightspeed Network, which aims to provide high-speed Internet connectivity worldwide. The selection of SpaceX marks a change in direction for Telesat, as it had previously announced launch contracts with Blue Origin and Relativity Space. Each Falcon 9 mission will carry up to 18 Lightspeed satellites into orbit, enabling global service to begin in 2027. Telesat cited SpaceX's reliability and reusable orbital rocket as the reasons behind their choice. The Lightspeed satellites will be deployed in a mix of polar and mid-inclination orbits around 600 miles above Earth. Weighing approximately 1,600 pounds at launch, these satellites are similar in size to SpaceX's Starlink Internet satellites. Telesat's Lightspeed network is geared towards enterprise customers, including mobile telco operators, government entities, schools, medical services, and military forces, distinguishing itself from SpaceX's consumer-focused Starlink constellation. Continuing our rocket's coverage, ULA's Atlas V rocket successfully launched after a 10-month hiatus, marking the longest gap between launches in two decades. The mission aimed to deploy multiple satellites into geosynchronous orbit for the National Reconnaissance Office and the U.S. Space Force. ULA plans to phase out the Atlas V program in favor of the new Vulcan rocket, but there are still 18 more Atlas V flights scheduled, primarily for Amazon's Kuiper Broadband Network and Boeing Starliner crew capsule. Delays caused by customer setbacks, including the postponed launch of Boeing Starliner, have contributed to the extended period without an Atlas V launch. The recent mission, dubbed Silent Barker, allowed the NRO to track Chinese and Russian satellite activity. With a successful launch, the Atlas V rocket utilized its RD-180 main engine and boosters to propel into orbit, deploying the payload fairing and separating the first stage to continue acceleration. The central upper stage's RL-10 engine executed multiple burns to position the satellites in geosynchronous altitude. ULA is transitioning from Russian engines to Blue Origin's BE-4 engines for its upcoming Vulcan rocket. Despite the Atlas V's limited remaining launches, it is expected to remain operational until the end of the decade. In other rockets-related news, China has successfully launched a classified satellite, Dagen-40, using the Long March 6A rocket. The launch took place at the Taiyuan Satellite Launch Center in northern China. 
Although limited information is available about the satellite, it is believed to be a reconnaissance craft for China's military, as is typical of the Yagen satellites. The Yagen 40 satellite is likely larger than previously launched spacecraft, indicated by the size of the rocket used for this mission. The Long March 6A rocket is China's first to feature a liquid propellant core stage with solid rocket boosters and can carry payloads up to 9,900 pounds, 4,500 kilograms, to a sun-synchronous orbit. This launch marks the third mission for the Long March 6A, which debuted in March 2022. It also signifies China's 42nd launch of 2023 and the 17th since July 9, demonstrating an increase in their launch frequency. China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation, CASC, plans to conduct over 60 launches this year, including contributions from commercial launch firms. And now we move on to science-related news. Scientists discover innovative method for writing in water. Human writing has evolved over thousands of years, incorporating various techniques such as carving, engraving, and ink-based methods. Now a team of German physicists has developed a unique approach to writing in water and other fluid substrates. Previous methods relied on solid surfaces or self-assembled monolayers submerged in fluids, but the new technique allows for writing directly into the liquid. The researchers used a microbead made of ion exchange material as a pen, which measures between 20 to 50 microns in diameter. By altering the local pH value of the water, the bead attracts ink particles, enabling the formation of written characters. The tiny size of the bead prevents the generation of disruptive vortices in the fluid. Although this work is still in its early stages, the team believes their method can reproduce any form of continuous line writing. They also suggest the possibility of introducing breaks between letters by controlling the ion exchange process or using adhesive inks sensitive to UV light for longer-lasting results. While further research is needed, this innovative technique opens up exciting possibilities for writing and drawing in water and other fluid mediums. Moving on to space news, new electronic devices for the world's largest radio telescope, the Square Kilometer Array, SKA, Low Frequency Telescope, have achieved remarkable radio silence, surpassing even a smartphone on the moon. Summary, the Square Kilometer Array, SKA, Low Frequency Telescope, currently under construction in Western Australia, will be the world's largest and most sensitive radio telescope. However, its extreme sensitivity makes it vulnerable to interference from human-made radio waves. To address this issue, engineers at Curtin University developed special power and signal distribution devices called SMART boxes that emit minimal electromagnetic radiation. These devices are encased in wrapping to prevent radiation leakage. In tests, the devices emitted less radiation than a mobile phone on the moon would reach the antennas. The SKA telescopes consist of two sites, one in Australia and another in South Africa, with a combined collecting area of one square kilometer. They will enable astronomers to study parts of the universe that are otherwise obscured and invisible to other telescopes. The completion of the SKA telescopes is expected later this decade and is anticipated to revolutionize our understanding of the cosmos. Expanding on our coverage of space, New evidence from the James Webb Space Telescope suggests that an exoplanet known as K218b may have oceans covering its surface. Summary, the James Webb Space Telescope, JWST, has made a significant discovery regarding the exoplanet K218b. The suspected ocean world, located 120 light-years away, has shown traces of carbon-based molecules in its atmosphere. The absence of ammonia indicates the likelihood of a water ocean beneath a hydrogen-rich atmosphere, 
with a radius 2 to 3 times larger than Earth's and situated within its star's habitable zone, K218b is considered a sub-Neptune planet. Scientists are intrigued by these unique worlds, which differ from those found in our solar system. The findings raise questions about the potential for life beyond our solar system. Additionally, the telescope detected dimethyl sulfide, DMS, a molecule typically associated with life on Earth. However, researchers remain cautious about this finding and plan further observations to confirm its presence. While the discovery of carbon molecules and the possibility of DMs are exciting, they do not guarantee the existence of life on K218b, as other factors such as extreme temperatures could make it inhospitable. Nevertheless, this research provides valuable insights into the atmospheric conditions of sub-Neptunes and Hycean worlds, expanding our understanding of habitable environments. Taking a look at more space updates, space startup OpenCosmos has secured $50 million in funding to advance its mission of combating climate change using satellites. The UK-based company leverages AI, sensors, and Earth observation, EO, imagery to gather valuable insights into environmental issues. By analyzing data on global temperatures, greenhouse gases, polar ice caps, sea level changes, natural disasters, and deforestation, OpenCosmos provides crucial information for scientists working on damage mitigation programs. CEO Rafael Yurdesikir emphasizes the company's commitment to sustainability and believes that space data holds the key to creating a more resilient and sustainable world. OpenCosmos currently operates Manu, a nanosatellite designed to monitor deforestation, wildfire impact, flooding, and coastal erosion. The company plans to launch five additional satellites by March 2024, each serving a specific environmental monitoring purpose. These satellites can connect to the open constellation, enabling organizations worldwide to access and share space data. OpenCosmos efforts aim to empower decision-makers with the insights needed to protect our planet effectively. In other space news, new analysis of 1970s moonquakes reveals surprising source. A recent study reanalyzed data collected during the Apollo 17 mission in 1972 and uncovered an unexpected origin for certain moonquakes. While typical moonquakes are caused by temperature fluctuations on the lunar surface, this particular seismic activity had a different source. Scientists used advanced techniques, including machine learning, to examine the data from sensors placed on the moon's surface. They discovered a distinct type of seismic activity that coincided with lunar mornings, and it was traced back to the Apollo 17 lunar lander. Moonquakes result from the moon's extreme temperature changes, causing its surface to expand and contract. The sensors collected data from October 1976 to May 1977, revealing thermal moonquakes during the afternoon as the sun descended. However, the additional tremors occurred regularly as the sun reached its peak position during lunar mornings. The researchers found that these morning moonquakes originated from the Apollo 17 lander, located a few hundred meters away from the sensors. Although not originating from the moon itself, these newly detected tremors provide valuable insights into the thermal expansion and contraction of the lunar lander. This knowledge could influence the design of future lunar landers. Additionally, studying moonquakes helps scientists understand the composition beneath the lunar surface, aiding in the search for water ice reservoirs. By placing seismometers in the moon's permanently shadowed regions, where water ice may exist, researchers can measure seismic waves traveling at slower speeds through water. This understanding will inform future experiments and missions aimed at answering crucial questions about the moon's mysteries. Continuing our coverage on space, NASA astronaut Frank Rubio unintentionally surpasses the record for the longest U.S. space mission after a malfunction leaves him stranded in low Earth orbit. 
Rubio is now on track to spend over a year in space, raking the previous record set by Mark Von de Hay in 2022. Expected to return no earlier than September 27, Rubio will have spent 371 days in Earth orbit, becoming one of only six individuals and the first U.S. astronaut to endure a year in space. Despite the unplanned extension, Rubio sees this as an opportunity to understand how the human body adapts and performs in prolonged space missions, which is crucial for future explorations to the Moon, Mars, and beyond. Rubio's journey began in September 2022 when he rode aboard a Soyuz spacecraft, marking the first time a U.S. astronaut traveled on a Russian capsule since April 2021. Due to a coolant leak in the Soyuz, Rubio, along with two Russian cosmonauts, had their stay on the International Space Station extended for an additional six months. They are scheduled to return to Earth later this month. Staying on the topic of space introducing a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness the extraordinary green comet Nishimura, a rare celestial event not to be missed. Discovered recently, this comet emits a vibrant green coma and tail, captivating astronomers and sky enthusiasts alike. As it approaches our sun, the comet will gradually grow brighter, eventually becoming visible to the naked eye over the next few days. This marks the second time this year that Earth has been graced with the presence of such a unique green comet. While not as uncommon as its predecessor, Nishimura's visit is still significant, as it won't return for another 400 years. NASA has already shared a stunning image of the comet captured by photographer Dan Bartlett. Although previously observable only through a telescope, the comet will soon be visible without any visual aids. Nishimura is expected to venture remarkably close to the sun, potentially causing its nucleus to fragment due to intense heat and radiation. If this occurs, multiple green comets may streak across the night sky. On September 12th, the comet will come within 78 million miles of Earth, gradually approaching different constellations throughout the month. To catch a glimpse of this extraordinary phenomenon, set your alarms early between 4 and 6 a.m. and consider using binoculars or a small telescope for optimal viewing. In other news related to space, in an effort to support future space missions and human exploration, scientists are exploring the potential of kombucha cultures in outer space. Kombucha, a fermented tea beverage, contains microbes that could survive in harsh extraterrestrial conditions. These organisms may serve a greater purpose than just providing a tasty drink, as they have the ability to produce oxygen. By using these bacteria as biofactories, astronauts could potentially generate the oxygen they need to breathe during long-duration space missions. The resilience of kombucha cultures is attributed to the microbes' ability to form a durable mat under adverse temperatures and radiation. In fact, when bacteria from kombucha cultures were exposed to cosmic radiation on the International Space Station, scientists observed the organisms repairing their DNA. As a result, future Artemis program missions might include kombucha cultures to test their viability in space. This research opens up new possibilities for sustaining life beyond Earth, making kombucha a potentially critical resource for astronaut survival on the Moon and Mars. Continuing on the topic of space, India and NASA are set to collaborate on various space projects, including human spaceflight and planetary defense. India has recently achieved significant milestones in space exploration, with a successful moon landing and the launch of its solar probe, Aditya L1. During a meeting between Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi and U.S. President Joe Biden, both leaders expressed congratulations and pledged their commitment to joint space endeavors. Discussions have begun between the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, and NASA regarding modalities, capacity building, and training for a joint effort to the International Space Station in 2024. 
They also aim to establish a strategic framework for human spaceflight cooperation by the end of 2023. India is actively developing its own human spaceflight program called Gaganyaan, with plans to send astronauts into space as early as late 2024. Additionally, the two nations intend to enhance coordination on planetary defense, focusing on protecting Earth and space assets from asteroids and near-Earth objects. The collaboration may include India's participation in asteroid detection and tracking through the Minor Planet Center, which houses asteroid and comet observations. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.